everyone. Welcome to CantoCast. You said not... it right this time. I did. I did. I'm so happy. I got uh, I got verbal confirmation from listener Amazus, who uh, we saw on the last Pokemon Community Day. I said, you've been saying it right. I said, good. That's reassuring. Uh, so, Matt Pat be damned, I suppose, because we get it right over here. I refuse to say anything other than Canto Cast, so I don't know what you're talking about, but nope. I am KCB Brian at KCB underscore Brian on Twitter. I am KCY Jenna, although it seems weird to say KCY. I'm just, I'm Jenna yeah. at KCY underscore Jenna. On I actually Twitter. demand that people call me KCB Brian Gamer Supreme. You forgot the underscore. You should probably add an underscore if you're trying to make it really convoluted. That's true. There's even an underscore at the end of Supreme. So it's just <laughs> it's just constant underscores. Some even in between words. Like you'd think gamer would be a, a, a solid word. No. It's G-A underscore M-E-R. <laughs> Gomer. Gomer. Supreme. Mm. <laughs> That's the mm is the underscore. Anyway. Uh, welcome to CantoCast, your podcast for Nintendo-centric gaming. And stuff. Still don't have a great tagline for that, but we made the transition. It has been so long uh, since the previous episodes. I'm actually, before we move, I'm going to take them down. Wow. I'm going to unpublish. And you might not believe it, but we're close to 100 episodes. I think we still have to contact um, Anchor and be like, why aren't we on YouTube or on iTunes? Why aren't we on YouTube? We are on Except YouTube. Except we are. YouTube.com slash C slash CantoCast. Why aren't we on iTunes? And we're, we are technically on iTunes. Um, you just have to use the RSS feed link um, in your iTunes app to get us there um, on your device. But we're just not, like, publicly accessible. The only accessible feed is the old feed, which we're not currently publishing to. So it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Why aren't we there? It's unacceptable. So hopefully we can get that figured out over the next few weeks. But we'll, we'll try. Yeah, so 90. We, we uploaded our 90th-ish episode. I say that because I've done special episodes. In the past, that I didn't count as official episodes. This is this is technically episode ninety-five that we're recording right now. Wow, we're very very close. I can't believe we're almost like at a hundred. Um, I'm actually gonna try and plan something for the hundred. And it's just it. And seems... everybody who's on anchor is gonna be like, "But this is his ninth show." <laughs> I'll be like, "Nope." Yeah. It's not. Well, you had talked about actually going back and doing bonus episodes. And, and just uploading and previous uploading episodes. Yeah. Previous episodes that were like yeah. good, not like the, the ones. The Fortnite phenomenon with with Crimson Seabad kind of comes to mind when I think about stuff that I want to upload. Like, but I really like the title that they gave that episode. Yeah, because it sounds good. Well, I liked a and lot it's of, got a lot of SEO. A lot of your interviews, like some of the stuff you did, um, collapse with people, or you like brought them on, Mr. Talent, to talk. I'm bringing Mr. Talent. Well, back. you, some of them, you brought people on to talk <clears throat> about like VGC events, and those yeah. were like very um, time specific. Yeah. But then some of the other interviews you did, they were, probably didn't age well. No, because mm. the meta is constantly changing. 
And people, like, once they once they go to an event and leave an event and the season's over, like, they don't care anymore. Yeah, that's valid. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, I'm happy doing what I'm doing. Uh, I have, I've started over multiple times. Uh, I feel like... The YouTube channel, I completely started over with content. Yeah. Twitch, I completely started over with content. Podcast, I completely started over uh, platform. And content. I feel like this so. is still very much like in the transition. Um, I'm really hoping once we get to our new apartment and things get settled, like oh my god, we can. I cannot wait to. Leave. This is actually we're we're on attempted recording session number two right now because there was just a truck outside last night parked and idling for like an hour. And it wasn't just any truck; it was a diesel truck. So yep. it is very loud. It was very loud. The mic was picking it up, and I was just like, you know, it's 10 o'clock. I'm not about this. So we, yeah. But yeah. that's neither here nor there because you didn't you didn't hear that part because it didn't happen. Um, but for what it's worth, we are moving. You brought yes. that up. We're moving very soon. Uh, less than two weeks now. We are at the 10-day mark. Um, we Don't know are if you were aware so of that. unprepared. <laughs> So this might be the last episode uh, for August for right now, but we will be back with a vengeance in September. Uh, and we have a lot of community events coming up in September, October as well, which we're going to talk about today also. Um, we also, I launched listener support with Anchor, which is really, really nice. Um, I, you know, I, I do multiple forms of content. I do YouTube, Twitch, and podcasting. Um, and every platform so far has had its own monetization system where people who want to support that specific content can do so and get, you know, perks or rewards geared towards that content. Like Twitch, you get the emotes, you get the sub badge, uh, YouTube. Um, I actually, we got the partner thing figured out. So I'm pending approval probably three weeks out at this point. We'll likely be partner in September. Uh, and have monetization up there. And you can even join um, the the channel membership that. It's like a Twitch subscription kind of for YouTube now. Do they get like special you get, things? You get emojis, yeah. Ooh, special which is, emojis. Which is interesting. I know how to make those. Like that kind of stuff I, is manageable for us. Yeah. But when it comes to like when we had the Patreon, for example, it it's kind of more an above and beyond situation. You get... You get all the regular content and all this other stuff. Yeah. And the all the other stuff is the stuff that we always ha struggled to... Car honking? Yeah. Struggled to... Um, it was just agreeing with you. <laughs> That's all. To accomplish and make sure it was, you know, fair and that we were feeling like we were giving back to you. And so now it's a lot nicer where you can give your donation where you watch the content on the content you care about and still feel like well, you're, you're Jenna, participating. Jenna's kind of jumping the gun here. I was leading into that. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, she just wants money, okay? She just wants to go to the LuLaRoe truck. No! And buy shoes and spend time at the Apple store. Those are her top priorities. Wow. <laughs> just kidding. Um, no, but really, uh, the podcast has never really had... That kind of thing. Like, you can always monetize your content through, like, PayPal and stuff and, like, set up a donation button or, you know, whatever. Um, but podcasting has never really had that specifically to that. Um, so, if you're listening, 
uh, and you're a Patreon supporter, I'm giving you the heads up. We're probably going to shut that down. Um, September will likely be the last month that that is live. Um, and we'll probably send out like a thank you card or something to uh, patrons that we have the uh, addresses and stuff for. And just let them know, you know, uh, if, if you want to continue supporting the show, we're going to move everything over to listener support with Anchor. Um, it's much more convenient. Uh, it, it, it's more beneficial to the creator, I think. It's not a monthly payout. It's a monthly subscription is what it looks like. Um, but you get to choose how much you uh, you want to donate or uh, contribute to. It's set up via Google and Apple Pay. So it's all app mm-hmm. intertwined. Uh, there's no outside stuff. Like before, you maybe kind of had to have a PayPal or something like that. Um, if you have a cell phone, this is you can basically use this. And I love that. Uh, the, I do really like the Anchor app. It's a really nice app. The percentages are a lot more creator-friendly as well. Um, I want to say it's less than 10% overall. So <laughs> the other nice thing is when the creator goes to withdraw a, a sum, um, and I've been through the ringer. Like I've seen, we were one of the first, uh, I think, to really kind of try Patreon. Because we were around for about six months before Patreon came about. And so we looked at it like, well, there's nothing really else like this. So let's give it a try. They have changed so much with Patreon for so, like, over over the course of, you know, the a two and a half, two, three yeah. years that they've been around. And uh, now to do, like, a withdrawal or something. It used to be, like, a flat fee of, like, 25 cents. Which is, I believe, what Anchor has with listener support. Um, but now it's a certain percentage of the overall sum, and it's just, it's just very convoluted. Patreon is very much geared towards, uh, you know, like monstrous creators. Like we're talking like Philip DeFranco level creators, people who are huge on the internet. Uh, your big cosplayers like Jessica Negri, like people like that who have massive audiences, and Patreon actually sends people to go work with them as like a source for their funding. Anchor is much more grassroots, which I feel like is still something where, like, where I'm at personally. Um, we have not, I have not hit big time. Obviously, I do this for the love of it, and uh, I'm just grateful for people who want to offer up support for the stuff that I do. And now it's nice because the podcast has it with listener support, Twitch has it with subscriptions, and YouTube will soon have it with uh, the join, which is like a membership thing it's a subscription on twitch for youtube so i like it that everybody can pick the content that they want and support that way if they choose to patreon has been a disappointment for a while now uh they've offered up stuff (laughs) that they didn't follow through on when they said they were going to follow through on it and as someone who is trying to offer benefits to uh their supporters I just found it really disappointing that Patreon decided not to deliver and delay things. And, um, you know, they they weren't communicative when they decided to change stuff that would affect their pledges uh, back when they introduced different percentages to what would be taken from pledges that were made by supporters. Uh, Without telling anybody, there was a lot that Patreon did without being 
communicative about it. And so I've been looking for a way out of Patreon for a while. This looks like it's it. So I think this is what uh, what I'll be moving towards. And we'll, we'll officially be off Patreon probably by the end of September, October. Uh, that's the plan. So all that said and done. Uh, if the Anchor listener support link is not in the description, I'm going to stop publishing the Patreon one. Uh, it should be. So if you want to check that out, uh, click the link in the description and uh, check out listener support. And if not for me, check it out for somebody else uh, that, you, that you want to support as well. Because I think it's a good program, and it's, uh, there, there's not really anything like that necessarily. Uh, there's some smaller Patreon-esque programs like Kofi or um, you know stuff like that. But yeah. this is specifically geared towards smaller independent podcasts, and I love that. Um, so mm-hmm. e- even if you don't want to try it out, give it a look. And just see what you think about it, because I'm interested in in feedback of it, regardless. But I, I just like the Anchor app and how um, it seems really somewhat user friendly, unlike the Patreon app. And um, lens and, private live streams. And I feel like when they they can do a lot with the app, they are currently already doing messaging. So you guys can actually send us audio messages yeah. um, that we could theoretically, if we you know decide to do like piece a Q and Q and A, we can piece it into the show. Yeah. Um, there's like unique features to podcasting that I think Anchor is really um, being progressive about that we haven't seen on any other platform. Well, they're making it more accessible because you can actually build your show. And if there's if there's anyone listening to this who wants to like maybe think about starting their own podcast. You can actually build your own show within Anchor. You can record it within Anchor. You can edit it within Anchor. And you can piece it together and publish it within the Anchor app. Like, it's all self-involved. So if someone doesn't necessarily... Like, I do live streaming and video recording and stuff like that. So obviously I have the setup already. Mm -hmm. I've had the setup for the podcast way back when. And I just expanded since then to include video. Uh, So obviously I have the setup to do uh, something that's a little more intricate. But if you're just wanting to test something out, the Anchor app is really good for that. So uh, this is not a paid promotion, by the way. I'm just, I'm just a fan. I think we're just finally. I'm found, not sponsored. We just finally <laughs> found something we're kind of comfortable on, and even though it's almost like a rebuilding of the podcast, I think it came at a good time because we are kind of in this transitional period. I don't know of many people who would willingly start their content over after. After almost three, well, no, three years, yeah. Yeah. After three years. I I do that because I'm insane, and I just don't care. I can tell you 100%, we have lost a large bulk of our listeners because we switched RSS feeds, and, you know, the not to boast on Anchor again, but we have actual analytics that we weren't able to see, so maybe those listeners actually never weren't there, I just didn't know it. The numbers that we were looking at, we were in... The thousands. Yeah, like... Uh, monthly. At one point, I, re- I don't remember what episode it was, but we hit 12,000 listeners um, in like a week on that episode. It was probably like a Wolf Click episode or something like that, because, uh, you know, Wolf is Wolf is amazing, and, and obviously people, people are going on and listen to Wolf. Um, but now we're like not even breaking 50, and I don't <laughs> care. I literally don't care. Um, I'm going to move where I think the innovation and the product and the drive is. And I think that Squarespace is a terrible platform to host a podcast on. We got terrible tech support with with, 
uh, with Square, and we're never getting a Squarespace sponsorship at this point. Um, but I mean, we there again, we couldn't get on certain platforms. We couldn't get on Google uh, Podcasts. We couldn't get on these other ones that are up and coming. Anchor automatically did that for us, and even though we can't get on iTunes, and that's frustrating. You it's know, probably we're on Spotify yeah. now. We couldn't get on Spotify before. No. So we're branching out and reaching more people, and I think that's what's important. So if you're going to start a podcast, this is some sage wisdom from someone who's been doing it for three years. Um, pick a platform that you know you're going to be able to grow on, uh, and that's not what we were at. And so that's what I wanted to change because uh, I feel like I can do more, and now I'm going to do more thanks to, uh, to Anchor. And again, not sponsored, just a fan. <laughs> and if someone from Anchor happens to listen to this, or if I tweet at them and tell them how nice how I think their we, application is, how much then we that's talked just, about them for like just, twenty minutes. Yeah, you know, that's just like icing on the cake or whatever. <laughs> so uh, anyway, after fifteen minutes of Anchor talk, let's move on. Uh, we have a lot to talk about today. Um, we have some exciting news in upcoming games. We got some real world talk. We're going to be uh, briefly mentioning Octopath Traveler and Bravely Third. That's right. I said it. We're teasing it. We got some Pokemon news. We got some Fire Emblem news. We got some Smash Bros. Ultimate news because we had a, we had a Smash Direct. I don't know if you were aware of that. Uh, and we're going to wrap up with some community news of stuff that's going on over in our Discord. Which the link for that, if you want to join, is in the description, as always. Um, but uh, but before we hop into that, we did I did just celebrate a thousand subscribers on on YouTube. I'm actually at uh, 1110 now, so waiting for that fourth one to drop, <laughs> so, I can, so I can say quad ones. Um, but I I did a $25 gift card giveaway to either iTunes or Google Play uh, for for heroes because there's a lot of good banners and stuff coming up. Did a Gleam contest, had the Gleam contest. Uh, Caitlin, I don't know if you listen. But uh, Caitlin is a, a, a local from Virginia, actually, who won. And uh, she, I contacted her, told her she won, sent the gift card off this morning, actually, per this recording. Uh, and she, she emailed me back in uh, the afternoon and told me that she got a, uh, a Focus Rioma from the new banner and a Carla from the um, uh, Skills banner that just came out today. So congratulations to Caitlin. Again, I don't know if you listen to this, but... I think it's nice that you got two fivers, and uh, I hope you enjoy them. So I'll probably do some more like giveaways like that. Maybe not a twenty-five, maybe like a ten or a fifteen gift card, something like that, um, just on occasion. Because I like to give back, and I feel like once I start developing some ad revenue from YouTube, yeah, I feel like that might be a nice thing to do every now and then for you guys. So um, we're we're gonna be doing that in the future for sure. But uh, before we get into anything else, I want to talk about some upcoming uh, games I'm excited about. We got The World Ends With You uh, has a, a launch date in October now. I knew you were excited about this game, and I got the email, and I was like, your order has been adjusted. And I was like, I bet he's going to be excited about this. Yeah, so anytime I pre-order stuff on Amazon, and they, Amazon has no idea when it's releasing... Because, um, like, as soon as it goes live during E3, the pre-order page is up, and I'm like, smash the pre-order button. Uh, <laughs> it always defaults to December 31st of that year, and I'm like, nah, 
That's never it's never coming out. It's gonna come out for like five days, six days after Christmas. No, that's not that's not how that works. Um, Nintendo usually has stuff big in November, and uh, we got like a late October release date, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah. So um, the world ends with you. It's out for pre-order right now. It's coming in October. Did you get the special box? Thingy? I don't know if there was one. I, I saw like a a picture of of something. And it, it had some extra bonus stuff, so I don't know. I'll check it out. I have not seen, like, a, a... I think maybe it had, like, a soundtrack or something. It wasn't, like... So worth. It wasn't, like, exaggerated. No, 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 no. It wasn't, it's like... so worth. It wasn't, like, your Octopath Traveler I'm one. Or your Fire Emblem. I I just saw that it had, like, an extra bonus I'm item I'm looking it something. up right now. Because I, I want to see what I pre I don't think there was anything special with mine, but then again, I don't... I don't know I don't you, know. actually. Because you, you literally hear about it, and you hit the like yeah. the pre-order button. Because I'm like, I have time. I can cancel it if and I want. And sometimes you even pre-order the game twice, because you didn't realize you pre-ordered it already, or you pre-ordered like the special and the regular or something. Um, that yeah. happened with Breath of the Wild. If anybody out there is looking for an, a sealed copy of Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild for the Wii U... We still have that. Let me know. You never sent that back. No. <laughs> I have I have a feeling it's going to be like one of those really niche items that people are like, oh, I wonder what that game would be like with the Wii U gamepad. Let me see if that's available. And I'm the only one who has it. And so they have to buy it from me. Uh, October 12th, by the way, is when The World Ends With You come out. I just, uh, just looked at it. Yeah, I'm seeing... Uh, no special. Yeah, you didn't buy the get the special. I don't know. All right, I'm searching to see if there's a special right I now. I thought I saw a special on Twitter. Cause usually, like the game, the game people that I follow that are like the game deals and stuff like that. Anytime there's a pre-order, the world ends with you on the Nintendo DS is only twenty five bucks right now on Amazon, with five left in stock. If you guys really want to try that game, it's a it's a great game. Um, I don't see anything about that, so I think you're a liar. But I will look into that <laughs> later because I don't want to miss that. It could have been something else. I'm sorry. But well, I'm pretty sure I saw something. There are times when like other like other sites will get the exclusive rights to sell the pre order for the bonus set, like first. Like um, GameStop or something like that. Like like Bre- the Breath of the Wild uh whatever special edition that's coming out soon that I totally pre-ordered because it's amazing looking. Um, it was up on, like, an independent retailer site first. Like a nerd site. Interesting. And Amazon got it, like, two weeks after that, I think. But I don't know what that what that was about. But either way. Uh, so World Ends With You, October 12th. Buy it. It's a fantastic game. It's on the Nintendo Switch. As if you needed another reason to buy a Switch game. Uh, here it is. Nintendo Online details are emerging. Oh my goodness. I thought they've already kind of started. Well, emerging. we got we got specifics now. Oh, okay. We got the specifics now. And then one teaser as well. Uh, so it, it, we're launching in September. Um, side note, I'm going to be doing a, uh, a giveaway for this as well. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put out there that you can win one year of Nintendo Online on me. So that you can play all your your Vigimo games on me online. So I'm looking at the 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 notes we have here. Yeah. And there is an interesting um, addition to the subscription. Well, that's always been there. Um, that's called family. Yeah. So there's a one month subscription Nintendo Online. 
$3.99. Three month subscription is $7.99. 12 months for the year, $19.99. Out the door. What a freaking deal. Uh, that's like three months on Xbox Live, I think, is 20 bucks, which is crazy. Uh, the family membership is a, a year membership for $35. $34.99. Um, so let's get into the specifics on that. Singles are per Nintendo account holder. So that's the 1, 3, and 12-month subscriptions. The family subscription allows up to 7 Nintendo accounts to link to that online subscription. So if you have multiple Nintendo accounts, uh, so Jenna and I, for example, we each have a Nintendo account. Yeah. So we, plus five other different Nintendo account holders I'm thinking, can have the same online I'm subscription. I'm thinking, like, an, an ideal world where Nintendo is shooting a commercial, they have, like, Grandma, Grandpa, Mom, and Dad, and then th- the three kids, and that's, like, that's seven, right? Yeah. One, yeah. What about the dog? The dog doesn't need an account, because he Josie just... would. Josie would love an account. <laughs> um, the, by the way, if you're, if you're thinking, oh, this doesn't affect me, let me just throw out some games that are affected by Nintendo Online. Okie doke. Splatoon 2. There, there goes half the audience. Uh, Nintendo Ten or Mario Tennis Aces, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, ARMS, uh, Pokken will be online. Uh, you're looking at... Um, this is going to come up later, but Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee, also affected by this. So... Um, this does not include the 3DS family of consoles, by the way, if you're concerned about that. 3DS is free. Nintendo is continuing support for the 3DS throughout 2018. So this is only Switch. This is just Switch. However, it's worth noting that that support for through 2018 for the 3DS family of consoles... Could stop. ...is getting very, very slim. Because <laughs> it's August, and it's very soon going to be September... And then you only got a couple months until 2019. So, uh, if you want to get your Pokemon fix online for battling and trading, you're going to have to go switch. Sorry, fam. <laughs> I know. Uh, I've had a lot of people tell me, I'm not buying a Switch until the main series Pokemon game is on. Okay. Number one, you're wrong because you're too close-minded and the Switch has an amazing library and you're doing yourself a disservice by not getting a Switch before that. But I'll let it slide. Two... You're going to have to pay for online subscription now. And I'm sorry. But that's the way it is. <laughs> I don't know what else to tell you. Um, for what it's worth, I think it's very, very inexpensive. Um, I, you know, it's... I can see, like, Nintendo... They're supporting the DS, like, um, internet connectivity until a certain point. And then I think... Through 2018. Yeah, and then I think that, like, <laughs> a, a lot of the games, that c- if they continue with the DS series... As like we were talking about before, how it's more of a younger audience, those games may not even have internet connectivity. Correct. And so the they only won't. way to because they won't have online support. The only way to have the internet connectivity um, and online support is to obviously just get a switch. And all of those games that would have been potentially made on the um, DS is now made on the Switch, which is still kind of like a handheld device. Now, it's worth noting that the IR port is still going to be active. So, local connection on the 3DS is still going to be a thing. Um, and I believe there's IR connectivity with... Uh, I, I believe there's an IR sensor inside the Joy-Cons. So, I think that 
possibility could also extend to the Switch in the future. I don't know of any IR interacting I think games. I think there with is. The Switch. But no, I mean like Pokemon trading or oh, yeah. stuff like that. But I don't know if there's any like local connection necessarily with the IR ports. The, you mean like currently functional? Right. I don't know. I don't know if there's any games built around that feature, I should say. Um, everything right now is very much online based. Um, which, why not? I mean, there's a there's a pretty solid demand for online play for these games, and obviously that is uh, definitely one of them. So, uh, In addition to getting Nintendo Online, you have access to 20 NES games. Or I should say NES. 20 NES games. Nintendo came out recently and said that it's not pronounced NES, it's pronounced NES. In case anyone was wondering. Well, I'm sorry, that's probably... <laughs> it's been pronounced NES for... Like decades, I think it's, it's going to be a hard it's transition. The, it's the Nintendo NES and the Nintendo Super NES. Did they? Was it like a commercial that you heard this, or were they like, "This no, is how you say they, it"? They reported on it. Uh, it was back when the Super Nintendo Mini came out, the SNES yeah. Mini, uh, and Nintendo execs were quoted in uh, an article saying that it's pronounced. Ness. Okay. So. I don't like this. It's like GIF or GIF. GIF. Uh, in case you're wondering, the 20 games that you'll be getting initially are Soccer, Donkey Kong, Super Mario Bros., Ice Climber, The Legend of Zelda, Tennis, Mario Bros., uh, we got Balloon Fight, Dr. Mario, and Super Mario Bros. 3. And I say that initially because regular, regular games are... Uh, I should say, games will be added regularly. That's what I wanted to say. So uh, we're going to be getting more games in the future. You're also going to have access to a save data cloud backup, which is really, really nice in case something happens to your Switch. Uh, you have the cloud to get your game, and everything is great. Uh, compatible with the Nintendo Switch online app to uh, enhance your gaming experience as well. Uh, there's some functionality right now with that for Splatoon. So you can actually have a chat going on with Splatoon or during a Splatoon 2 game in the Nintendo online app. Is it like a um, text chat or a voice chat? Either. Interesting. Yeah. So um, that's kind of that's kind of branching out into some some stuff that I'm interested in looking at. Um, and there's also going to be special offers for members to be announced later. So members are going to get special stuff. At they, some point. I mean, they've been doing sort of that, like the, with the Nintendo Club and things like that. Well, the Nintendo Club is no more. Yeah. Let's not forget that. But maybe this is some kind of resurgence. Because now you're looking at something that actually has a monthly subscription fee on it. Yeah. Whereas the Nintendo Club prior, it, you, you just had access to it. And depending on how many games you bought and registered, mm -hmm. that's what your reward would be. So, I mean, I feel like you can still kind of keep track of how many games somebody owns by how many, you know, your Nintendo account and which games you're you're saving data for in the cloud or you know, which games you're going online for, that kind of stuff. Sure. Don't care. Moving on. The real world. I'm interested to get your take on this too cuz I don't think you knew. I don't think you were like aware that this was going on. Because unless you're really tuned into the game world, you probably had no idea that this even happened. Um, oh, so, I already I know this. I read okay. an article about it. Of course you did. So, Ninja, Fortnite streamer, 
Uh, first person to hit 10 million followers, I think, on Twitch or something crazy like that. Uh, Ninja, cool dude, honestly. Uh, seems to have a, a pretty grounded life, I guess, uh, compared to other online personalities. Yeah. That you see. Uh, and, and that, I won't like, say I won't say he's like completely grounded because fame in that age group, elevates you yeah. to an extent uh, where you know everybody in your community kind of looks at you like a god. I feel like it's tough to not. You get a little bit of a complex, you know? probably. But just a little bit. he does like a lot of stuff with charities. Mm-hmm. Um, they do sponsoring of of dogs, of pets from shelters and stuff, which That's I love. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, he spends time with uh, with his wife and. It's it's very nice. We like Crimson and I talked a lot about him during the Fortnite phenomenon episode that we'll maybe never see the live day again. However, um, he got a little backlash a couple days back. Uh, Ninja announced, or I guess mentioned, or commented. I think it was like he was giving an interview and it came up. Yeah, um, I feel like there's a lot of spotlight on female gamers right now, um, especially with. You know, the the cultural evolution that's happening with stuff like the Me Too movement, um, U.S. politics in general, I think, are a pretty good spotlight for stuff like that. Um, but the, the question somehow came up, why don't you collab with female streamers? Um, and Ninja basically gave the response of, I don't want anyone to start any rumors about me... Uh, potentially getting involved in a relationship of some nature with a female streamer. I think out of respect to his wife. Yeah. I think the the key point of that story was definitely the fact that he was he made this conscious decision out of respect for his wife. His wife didn't ask him to do it. He just feels more comfortable collabing with males and because you know, anytime someone's in a com- that large and has a large community, and a fan base, um, they're put on a pedestal, they're kind of looked at as a celebrity, people are going to speculate about you and your personal life. And I think that choice was to kind of protect his personal life and, you know, um, I don't know. Well, Make it a little bit like he has some kind of control over this the situation. And it's not necessarily even just for him and his wife. It's also for the person that he's collabing with. Yeah. I mean, I can understand how that would be, like, a strain on your relationship if you had to deal with, like, rumors. Like, tabloid-level nonsense yeah. is what I would refer to it as. Um, I can see how that would be a strain on the relationship. And honestly, I have a real-world story to kind of go along with this. You do? I do. And I haven't told you about this. Okay. I tried to, like, stop thinking about it. <laughs> so, we were, uh, I was at work on, I think it was Tuesday that I had, that I did this. Your computer, like, bleep loops all the time on oh, over I'm here. I'm sorry. Um, not in the new place, though. So, we have an intern at our work. Yeah. And, uh, she's very smart, very intelligent. Um, she's learning bioengineering or something like absurd like like my sister and her would get along great no doubt because my sister's She's a very, huge like a biology science, nerd science science nerd yeah. just very technical minded yeah uh yeah i don't i don't remember what it was but there was a long title that included science and i was like well okay then you 
clear. All right. I'm a, I have a degree in history, so props. Good, good for you. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I, it was, it was my responsibility to show her how we do, um, this certain kind of monthly report, right? And my boss was supposed to be in the meeting and, uh, it was me and, uh, the company intern and she's, I don't know how old she is. She has one year left of college. She's probably in her, I don't know how old she is. 20s to 23 area, 20, 23. I don't know. She's too young for me, by the way. <laughs> uh, so that that thought had not even like crossed my mind, honestly. So I got done. My boss never showed up to do the report. <laughs> Oops. And so <laughs> I was like, well, let's just go through it anyway. So we went through it. Uh, we talked about you know some stuff with the company. Um, during the walk back, I asked like you know how how many years of school she had left or. You know, when she like, I'm bad at making small talk, so I I have two topics that I usually go to when it's with a college kid, because I've worked with like younger college oriented kids uh, at the museum I used to be at in Ohio. Yeah. Um, I had a there were a couple interns that I worked with there too, but uh, we were walking back and evidently something had happened because there were patient requisition forms on my boss's desk. And two supervisors and my boss on the phone calling people. Oh, there was a blow up today. This was Tuesday. Okay. Then I don't know what that one was yeah. about. But everybody had like a face. You know what I mean? So we're walking back. Um, her workspace is uh, down the hall from mine. And my boss is kind of like before all of our offices. And I'm walking back, and one of the supervisors just gives, like, a look. And I was like, like, like that smirk kind of look. Okay. It was weird. Like, mm, like something like that. And I was like... A supervisor, like, in your department? Yeah. I'm not going to name names, obviously. I'll tell you later. Okay. But, but I was I like... I think I know who it is. I was like, why am I getting a look like this? And so I, like... I popped my head and I was like, as we're walking by, I popped my head and I was like, is something happening? I see Rex on the desk is what's happening. And no one responded to me. And I just like, I just kept getting that smirk look from one of them. And I was like, this is weird. So like, I don't know if that was the intent. Yeah. But I feel like, oh, Brian was walking down the hall with a girl. <laughs> Like, I feel like that was the look. And it wasn't your wife. Yeah. I was like, yo, Jenna's like... Around the corner. Like, ten feet down the hall. Like, what do, you, what do we think is happening right now? Monthly report. What? So, I mean, like, I get it. I totally get it. I get where Ninja's coming from. Because this was something that hadn't even, like, crossed my mind. And the gaming community... I'm not I'm not trying to say one thing or another, but usually they people on the internet love controversy. Yeah. <laughs> it's very there's there's a very strong opportunity that someone's going to start a rumor about boys and girls on the internet. That's all I'm going to say. Like that's that's bound to happen. So I get where Ninja's coming from. Um Ultimately, I think he has the right to stream and choose to stream with whoever he wants. Yeah. I I think it's because he's so big 
that he could do a lot of good for the message. Yeah. By helping to promote like good female streamers. Like and I'm gonna I'm gonna specify. Because as many douchey male streamers as there are on Twitch, there are really like cool do good streamers as well. Well, I think the I can I Go ahead. Thank you. On the flip side of that, and I'm not trying to be like sexist or anything, but there are female streamers who are genuinely good at what they do, who are into the actual material, and they just want to share a passion for gaming or whatever art, whatever whatever they're streaming, they want to share a passion with that and enjoy that with their community that they've built. And then there are others who I think we all kind of know helped perpetuate that term of like twitch thought i'll say i hate that term but that's kind of what it is i didn't actually know what that was until we were watching like a pewdiepie video and i was like that's what that means like that's so stupid yeah and there there are there are some who tweet who tweet who treat twitch like kind of more on a safer work cam girl aspect of things that's, and, and so yeah. there's there's a differentiation. Like there are there are dudes who get on Twitch just to like be an ass and uh, like troll people, and then there are people like Ninja who go on, um, do a lot for charity, use their platform for something good. The same can be said of female streamers as well, where mm-hmm. you have good quality streamers, and then you have the ones who are maybe. Using it for a different purpose, I'll say, and you know, or they're or they're accomplishing a similar, a similar thing, but going about it a different way. Um, I'm like I, we're not saying like one way is. I guess we're kind of saying one way is better than the other, but I think I think, if you're gonna use Twitch the way it's meant to be used, which is community building, sharing passion, stuff like that, uh, like there are some people who just treat it like. I'm going to sit here in front of a camera all day and people are going to throw money at me because I'm attractive or I'm a bro or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's not... I mean, pe- People I, are free to throw bits in whichever way they choose, but I feel like Twitch as a platform uh, is not meant to inhabit that level of toxicity. And I feel like personalities on the other end of the spectrum... Uh, maybe promote that ideology more than, say, the ninjas of the world. Sure. Put it like that. I think, like, I think what we're kind of getting at a little bit is saying that, you know, we appreciate people who are are trying to do good, that are trying to be good people, because we're not all perfect, but that they're also very genuine in how they go about right. things. Um, so I get, I get. And then there are people who are putting on an act for, for the fame, attention, or money, or all. So I get why, I, I get why Ninja says he would prefer not to, um, collab with females. And as a female, I'm not offended by that because I might do the same thing. I might not be comfortable collabing with males, especially if they're not my husband. Are you ready for the biggest piece of irony in this story? I remember at the end of reading this story, not to get political, 
but they were talking about this and then the very end there was like a side note about that um one politician and how he has to like pass he can't be in meetings without his wife or something like that uh that's our vice president (laughs) in case you're wondering it's not Um, just some politician that is the vice president of the united states and i think they were trying to like tie it together with saying something about like respecting your your partner um but that's I just, great i thought that was funny here's the big here's the big piece of irony right so you had you had a lot of uh female personalities on the internet coming out getting angry about this being very upset because you know rightfully so and they're they're totally justified in thinking like this there there's a negative view on female streamers Yes. And Ninja working with good female streamers would help could help shift that that mindset. Yes. Totally justified, completely understand. Ultimately Ninja chooses to pursue his own personal um benefit, I I guess. Like he's not I guess the my question is why does Ninja have to be that person? If that's I just, not I his... very much want to get to the ironic okay, part. Fine. And I'm so I'm I'm genuinely not trying to cut you off. You pause, and it's like I can. Say I something. I it's taking a breath. Okay. There's a difference. <laughs> I'm just trying to breathe, okay. which is a part of being alive. <laughs> so all this happened the day before his anniversary, with his wife. Oh my gosh. And so the next day after, like everybody was blowing him up, like you're you know you're perpetuating the the stigma of you know Twitch thoughts and all this other. He has his anniversary. And I'm just wondering how many of those same people who were like blowing him up saying what a jerk he was were then the next day being like, oh, congratulations, happy anniversary. Yeah. Because the ironic part is he was doing it for the sake of his marriage. And for his own like comfort level, yeah. Well, not just him though. But he, it was for very much too. like a, yeah. I think it's she- their relate, like, that's why I think. That's why I think got lost in this. It's it's their relationship. It's not his personal belief. It's their relationship. That's why he was doing it. He was doing it for the benefit of their relationship, not just his own or the rumors that people are going to spread about him. It was Having Ninja and Jay Ghosty, their relationship, and just trying to mediate some of the potential toxicity that could invade that relationship. Yeah. I don't see what's wrong with that. And I don't see why um, people have to say that Ninja is the one to perpetuate a better female streaming image. I think there's ways to go about it that well, doesn't have to be like, he's the one that needs to do this. When you're big, that's kind of what it is. I mean, the, the, the idea of putting on Ninja the task of doing away with the stereotype of the gamer... Like, that was his. That was his deal. He he got big. He did the stream with Drake. He had been big before that, but he really blew up after that that initial stream. Um, and then suddenly, the media turned its attention on it. Because online media has kind of been, like, ignored by news outlets and stuff like that. Well, gamers in general have been trashed in, There's a stigma. in, the, in, the, in yeah. the news for perpetuating, you know, violence and, um, you know, like the loner, not crazy person. Not a week after that had happened with the, the Drake stream, uh, someone had heard him, like, mutter the N-word to, while he was rapping on stream with someone, which, yeah, don't, just don't, just stop, stop. 
Don't do it. <laughs> I don't care if it's in a song. Just avoid the word altogether, fam. We'll never have a problem. Uh, there's so much compacted into the use of that word. Just don't don't use it. Just don't. Stop. But not a week after that, the same media outlets that were like praising him for like being charitable and all this other stuff were bashing him for being like racist. So, and obviously that's not what it was, you know. But when he, Ninja has the spotlight on him. And so because he is the one that the media chooses to acknowledge as a representative of the quote unquote gaming community, everybody kind of looks to him as uh, the plow forth in issues relating to the gaming world. Well, all of your actions are magnified because of that spotlight. Right. And he's the only one they're talking about. And well, honestly, not, oh, nobody, old, nobody was really family. talking about, like, before that, it was Dr. Disrespect and uh, his infidelity issues with his marriage. Because he yeah. cheated on his wife. They have a kid together with some fan that he met at one point. Yeah, I remember and, that. And like, that was right after thing. he got that big award. Yeah, exactly. And so, that, yeah. it ebbs and flows. But, you know, there's there's a lot that he could do good... And I think, for the most part, he's just trying to do his own thing. And, you know, that's that's how he chooses to do it. I will work with anyone, for the record. You've, you've had, like... Just saying. You, we've had two female interviews. Gabby Schneider yeah. and Emily. Well, Gabby's a longtime friend of the show. Um, I'll have Gabby on there. And, like, even, even when we, like... I've even, had... No, I've had more than... I'm not sexist. Wait, I've Jen had two girls Jen on Badamo, the show. She was on here. I've had Allie. And okay, yeah, Allie. This is not this is not some justification this, okay. for like gender I'm, equality I'm on Chantocast. I'm just trying to remember all of these, and I'm doing a terrible job of it. <sighs> Good but Lord. I'm just saying, like, yes. I don't know. Hmm. Even in like the situation where you you talked about us at work, and even in your work that you've done for Canocast or any any other work that you've ever done, I've n- never necessarily had a question in my mind if I should be worried about something. And I think what would ir- like what would upset me more is have people on the internet tell me what I should be worried about. And that's what would happen in the ninja situation. Yeah. Just to clarify. People would people would be tweeting at Jay Ghost. He'd be like, oh, did you see? Did you hear what they were saying? Did, yeah. They sounded way too Flirty. familiar. <laughs> they were laughing. They were laughing together. Oh, man. Yeah. It's it's dumb. It's dumb. Furthermore, I would never cheat on you because I hate dating. <laughs> I'm past the dating stage now. I never want to go back to that. And by the way, I got baited. Okay, I got baited by my wife because you are not neat and tidy <laughs> like I initially like perceived that you were. I don't know why you thought that. Girls are messy, okay? <laughs> when they're in marriage mode, girls are messy. All right. All of you all of you individuals who have uh, a spouse, you walk into your bathroom right now and you tell me that your wife is not messy. You a liar. You are a liar. <laughs> Cuz she is. Um, yeah, so that's, plus I'm really awkward. Like, I'm, I'm a very, uh, I, what, what's, what's the right word that I'm looking for? Uh, 
I'm a I'm I'm an acquired taste in individuals. I think I feel like you got to get to know me think, before you can really appreciate me. I think in some cases people think that you come off a little too brash or like blunt. I do. And yeah. so like I've always been able to Tell see, like it is. to see past that and to see like that it might have been like a a safety mechanism or something that you were you know, saying because you felt awkward in a situation or because you just didn't care I tell what like someone thought. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I tell it like it is and I don't care. Um, all right. So moving on. That's that's that. It's really warm in here. It is. Uh, we got Octopath Traveler and Bravely Third. That's right. This is Bravely Third. Octopath recently sold one million copies worldwide. Congratulations, Octopath Traveler. Uh, and they sent out a thank you tweet in the art stylings of Bravely Default. That did not go unnoticed because Bravely Default then sent out a tweet with an image. One of the characters, I won't do spoilers, had wings with one million in the wings and someone's outside thumping bass. So if you hear that, super no, duper it's, sorry. it's like a car with like a loud spoiler or whatever you call it. It's. I cannot wait to move. <laughs> I cannot wait to move. I cannot, 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 cannot wait to move. Um, yes, so they also sent out a tweet, and so they linked them. Muffler, that's the word. I don't care. I'm over it. I don't even care anymore. Screw that truck. <laughs> Bravely Default tweeted a picture teasing Bravely Third with the, the one million in the wings of a certain character, who will remain nameless because it's not a mainstream game, and if you haven't played Bravely Default series, you should play it, so I won't spoil anything. But Bravely Third is coming soon. Uh, the, the Japan Twitter... Or Bravely Default basically confirmed it. So, there's that. I'm very excited. I love the Bravely games. I love Octopath Traveler. Anything Square Enix does, give it to me. I need it. Shoot it directly into my veins. What are you looking at? I was looking to make sure that you did, in fact, get the Bravely 2nd Special Edition. I did. And it came with an art book. And the first Bravely Default, Bravely Default, the first game in the set, uh, was only released with a special edition over in Japan. However, they have since released the special edition art book from the first game in North America. It is on pre-order. I have it. Pre-ordered. It's a hardcover. Mm. I'm excited. I feel like you are going to be a person who collects video game art books and cookbooks. Oh, I'm a I'm a sucker for any like any art book, any especially concept art, because I love seeing the evolution of. A project like that? A character and, like, the surrounding... Like, everything has to be Did you know, for example, the concept art for Lucina from Fire Emblem Awakening was Cordelia with blue hair? Did you know that? I did not know that. Now you do. Little tidbit for you. I mean, it wasn't exactly Cordelia, but it had her same pose, same weapon, uh same facial features it's not unheard of for pretty much um, the same designers or illustrators to use concept material from other characters to develop something new because i mean based on time and just concept alone sometimes it's easier to repurpose things hmm are you saying awakening was a rushed endeavor no i'm saying like even tread when carefully Jenna. even when i'm working a lot of times it i have sometimes an issue with like completely coming up with something just like blank page something brand new so what i like to do is get inspiration from other yeah. things 
So, like, if maybe whatever drawing inspired him to be like, oh, I can just change these things and then do that and do this and then whole new character. Hmm. Exciting. Hey, you know what else is exciting? Pokemon. Is just it? kidding. <laughs> no, for real. There's something actually going on with Pokemon right now. I have no uh, idea what it is. So, as I mentioned earlier, Pokemon Let's Go is going to require Nintendo Online to trade in battle. Sorry, fam. Don't know if you knew that. But the co-op is still local player because it's still on the one system on the one game. And you're splitting your party of six into two with a separate person. Which I, honestly, I think that's kind of a letdown. Do you need the um, Nintendo Online? I don't know if they've announced this yet. But we were heavily speculating Pokemon Go functionality. Would you need that to use the Pokemon Go like step with your phone well, and stuff? I don't know that it can transmit stuff via Bluetooth. Pretty sure that's a 4G or a Wi-Fi thing when you're trading with someone. So I would say yes. Pretty sure you're going to need that to transfer. Throwing it out there. I'm not, I'm not, like I said, I don't know how Let's Go works. But based on the functionality of Pokemon Go, I would say you're going to need online functionality for that. To oh. transfer stuff over. Or you need access to, like, the cloud, which would be the Nintendo Online. So, yeah. Well, there is no cloud for well, Go. Like, well, it's all, like, the app is Pokemon assigned. Go is not linked to the Nintendo Online cloud. I was thinking some the of them are linked to your Nintendo either. account, but some Nintendo of them are ID. Google. Nintendo Network ID. That's what that's, that's called. different. That is different. Okay. That yeah. has functionality with games like... Um, Fire Emblem Heroes, uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp, I believe you can log in with Nintendo ID. Uh, Pokemon Go does not. And keep in mind, Pokemon is owned by Game Freak, not Nintendo. It is licensed by Nintendo. Fire Emblem, owned by Nintendo. Animal Crossing, owned by Nintendo. Mario Bros., owned by Nintendo. Those are all exclusive IPs. Actually, is Fire Emblem Heroes licensed? I'm not sure. Either way. Wow. Something you don't know about Fire I'm Emblem. pretty sure it is. I'm pretty confident that it is. Either way, uh, you know, Game Freak has always been cautious about that. And they're, they're very set on being separate from Nintendo. So just throwing that out there. Uh, also, Pokemon Go Community Day in September was announced. It is September 22nd, and it is Chikorita! Womp womp. Get ready for the least anticipated Pokemon Community Day of all time. Chikorita. That's not great. No. What does Chikorita turn into again? Uh... <laughs> Meganium? Chikorita, Bayleaf, Meganium. Yeah. I don't even, I can't even picture what that one looks like. That's how much... A uh, potato with legs. That's pretty much what I think of it as. With a flower around its neck. Oh. It's green. Mm. Yeah, not great. I think I would just rather keep it a Chikorita. Leafy potato mon. Of course, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Uh, we're also getting something around the 20th. Celebi uh, got announced as the new Mythical Quest Pokemon... That's starting on August 20th. That just got announced today, actually. So, breaking news. Uh, we're getting Celebi. 
It was discovered in our Discord. Amazus, I'm talking to you directly right now. You got that at GoFest. He did not share any pictures with us until today. So, I guess we can all confirm that Amazus is not going to be a leaker anytime soon. Uh, but for what it's worth, it looked really cool. And I'm sad that I don't have one. I just don't have is Mew. That... I oh, still don't have the, the Mew. The... Okay. That's, that's like the long quest one. Well, he was the... I gotta evolve a freaking Gyarados. Are you kidding me? Mm. you kidding me? Niantic? Are you kidding me with this garbage? We don't play Outrageous. that frequently. He must play it more than you. I play on Community Day. That's it. <laughs> I play part And occasionally of... when I'm like, I need to get a Raikou, which I did. I play part of Community Day. Yeah. And then sometimes when You're I'm like, oh yeah, I need to add a badge so I can get some quests. And sometimes I just log on during Community Day and look at three Eevees and two of them are shiny. One right after the other. Yeah. That yeah. was awesome. It's dumb. It's dumb. You were just upset because I like. I think it's dumb. Got them faster than you, and I one rose right after the other. I got two, right? I walked away a champion that day. Don't at me. Uh, Fire Emblem. We got some heroes news coming up. Uh, the festival in Hoshido Banner is live. Uh, Yukata alts for Xander, Ryoma, Micaiah, and Alencia. Super happy about that. Love the Radiant series. Micaiah is amazing. Alencia is amazing. Uh, we have uh, Ryoma back. So who doesn't love that? And Xander. Xander's line is, I dance. And he does. They're all, <laughs> they're all dancing units. Which is awesome. And we get Matt Mercer. Anytime we get Matt Mercer in our lives, uh, via Ryoma or Krom or whoever he chooses to voice in the future, it's a good day. So, I mean, I'm pretty okay with that. Um, Tempest Trials Plus is currently going on. Uh, it's following the story of said alts right now. Um, for what it's worth, I think this is more or less the uh, performing arts banner, kind of. Uh, just a, a different direction with it. Because the performing arts banner was all dancer units as well. Uh, everybody in this banner are dancer units. So I think that's that's we've got our performing arts banner in. We're not. We're, we didn't get a reboot of last year's performing arts, which does break tradition with how things have been rolled out so far in this new year. So I'm not sure what's happening, but the formula is getting shaken up by IS, and I kind of like that. Keeps me on my toes. I'm alright with it. Okay. I, I I don't know if we'll get another performing arts banner. I don't really care because I have them all. But uh, for what it's worth. New heroes are coming on August 21st and September 7th. One of them is bound to be Choose Your Legends 2. Alright? I feel like you've been talking about Choose Your Legends quite a lot lately, and it still hasn't happened. Well, that's... I've more or less been saying, like, it's not going to happen yet, because it's not time for it yet. And everybody else is like, Choose Your Legends 2 is coming! And I'm like, no. Not yet? Nope. Guys, no. We got, we got the summer banner to go through. We got the Performing Arts banner to go through. It's going to come between Performing Arts and Halloween. Because once Halloween hits in October, we got Winter Alts. Uh, and like that's that's just kind of where we're at. You don't have like a Thanksgiving banner? What? No. Just it's, kidding. Actually, the, the <laughs> Halloween banner was like through mid-November last year. Like it, it started way late. Oh. Or way early. I can't remember. Either way, Choose Your Legends, bound to come up. 
Uh, we're right around that time last year that we are now, late late August, early September. Uh, we have two new heroes banners. That's the that's the difference. Special heroes are seasonal units. New heroes are heroes that are going to get added to the summoning pool after the banner's gone. That's what Choose Your Legends would be considered as. So August 23rd to September 7th, that's what's coming. Um, be on the lookout. Bolo. It's coming. And if not, I don't know. I'll probably do like a $15 give giveaway for that when it finally, when and if it does happen. Choose Your Legends 2 might just be a myth. I don't know. Never happens again. It's crazy. Um, we've also got the Smash Bros. Ultimate Direct that happened. I'm going to run through this. That's a lot of stuff. Relatively freely. Um, it's, just a, it's just a lot of bullet point stuff. So for what that's worth. Uh, if you didn't see it, you should go watch it because uh, the actual video is going to be way better than what I'm going to tell you right now. Because <laughs> the visual aspect really sells a lot. So we had the Smash Direct on, I believe, the 8th it was. Uh, we got Simon and Richter Belmont confirmed. Uh, there was actually a leak that predicted Richter Belmont and a couple other things as well. So I might cover that in a future like video or something. Because I occasionally do Nintendo-themed videos. Um, but this leak has not been destroyed, and it got a lot of confirmations as far as what they had seen. The backstory to it was at uh, CEO... He got this. This individual got a hold of the game, looked at the code, and found uh, certain file names within the game's coding of the 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 beta or the trial version of Smash Ultimate. So these are what he reported on. Uh, we got Richter Belmont and Simon Belmont confirmed from the Castlevania series. We also got Echo Fighters of Dark Samus, who is an Echo Fighter of Samus, and Crom. Who is finally a playable character? Uh, who is an Echo Fighter of Roy? Kind of. Krom is more a mashup of like all the Fire Emblem characters. Like he's got a lot of different moves. Um, still don't know if he's voiced by Matt Mercer. I'm gonna be disappointed if he's not. But uh, it, it it seems like he has a culmination of skills akin to a lot of the Fire Emblem characters. So I'm interested in where they're gonna take Echo Fighters, because he uh, he he looks a lot like he plays like uh, Ike. But he's an Echo Fighter of Roy, and he also has moves of akin to like Lucina, uh, which is interesting. So I don't know where they're going to take that. But we also got trolled at the very end <laughs> with uh, the reveal of King K. Rule. Friggin' finally. Uh, fans have been wanting that character in the game for a long time. And so I feel like everyone is here was maybe the initial tagline that we got, and they were really delivering on that promise. We just didn't realize it at first. So uh, we might be getting some fan-favorite ballot entries into uh, into Smash Ultimate. And then Sakurai will kindly request that we never ask anything from him again. Um, announcing characters before release will continue to happen. Uh, Sakurai said on the Direct that he would be announcing the full roster before the game releases. So we're going to get more Smash Ultimate Directs, basically, is, is what that means. And we're going to get new characters revealed every time. Uh, there are a lot of stages returning among Pokemon Stadium, Garden of Hope. We saw Brinstar Depths, Summit, Unova Pokemon League, uh, Magicant, Gamer, Final Destination, of course. But we had some new stages, one of which was New Donk City Hall. Complete with Super Mario Odyssey 
background track, theme song, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and it was incredible, and I can't wait for that stage. There are going to be 103 total stages so far. This game is huge. And, well, we covered that last time. I know, but now it's, like, really making sense. It's big, yeah. Uh, so there's 103 stages, and each stage is going to have a battlefield-type form. So a, sh a smaller, simplified version as well. So more or less over 200 stages, complete with variation, which is crazy. Uh, we also got uh, the information that stage hazards can be turned off if we want. Uh, stage morph is a mode that will allow stages to transition from one to another. So you pick two stages and the stage transforms around you between the two, which is kind of cool. And uh, stage tracks are now going to be organized by game series. So if you pick a Mario Bros. themed stage, you can choose any of the music from the Mario Bros. series to play on that stage. The stage tracks are not stage locked anymore. It's all. That's kind of nice. It's all because when you like a certain stage and you hear that music over and over and over again, it kind of gets a little like monotonous and like just I don't want to hear this anymore. I'm just gonna play the New Donk City track but, every single time. Yeah, you will. <laughs> Even yeah, when you're like just jump up superstar. When you're just tooling around on that game, that's the one you always go to. Yep. Um, speaking of tracks, we're getting over 800 tracks for stages, and if you include menu stuff, uh, sound effects, whatever, uh, we're going to have over 900 playable tracks in this game. Whoa. You can even create playlists and take them with you, because it was revealed that the Nintendo Switch in handheld mode still plays the music when the screen is turned off. So it's like a giant MP3 player. Oh my gosh. For Smash Bros. Music. Game tracks. <laughs> which is insane. Um, we got some new modes. We got Stamina Mode, which is now a standard battle mode that you can choose from. Uh, stage selection now happens before fighter selection, so you can choose your fighter based on the stage instead. Uh, Sudden Death now has a camera zoom to make knockouts a little bit easier and faster. Uh, they, we also saw a, uh, like a, like a stamina gauge build for a weaker final smash option that can be available, uh, with a custom setup for matches. We got a new game mode called squad strike, which is 5v5 or 3v3, uh, kind of like a, uh, a partner tournament, I guess, or a team tournament for the most part. Um, and we're going to get tournament mode with up to 32 players playable on the game. We also got Smashdown, which is a new game mode where you keep battling, but previously used fighters can't be selected in the next round. So you kind of like knock off your potential like un units, if you want yeah. to call them that. So if you're really good with Rosalina, yeah, and I know you're really good with Rosalina, you didn't choose Rosalina, I'm going to take Rosalina so you can't use her in round two. That's interesting. Yeah, it's, re it's really cool. Um... We also have a new training mode, which has an exclusive stage with a grid, which allows you to track distance based on damage accumulated before strikes. So it kind of gives you a feel for how far uh, enemies are going to fly when you hit them, uh, how high their damage has to be for you to get the knockout. It's, uh, it's very technical. They're moving very much towards that eSport edge, 
which is very refreshing because it's nice to see Nintendo acknowledges that they have an esport potential here. I remember in one of the old games, you kind of set me up with like a, a like a trial mode, I guess you called it, and training mode and a training. So they had training mode before, right? But they never had the grids. Oh, okay. So this actually shows you the distance that they go. Oh, so and it's it very gives you it gives you points of arc, almost like mathematical. It gives you trajectory. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, very cool, very very cool. Uh, what else? What else is happening? Classic mode returns uh, with a new twist. We get uh, some new items. We got the banana gun, the killing edge, the bomber, death scythe, the staff, rambling evil mushroom, uh, rage blaster, which is interesting. The Rage Blaster does more damage based on uh, your accumulated damage. So if you have like a low amount of damage that you've taken, it doesn't do as much. But if you're at like 100% damage, the Rage Blaster is going to do like mad damage when you hit somebody with Because you're that much more angry. Yeah. <laughs> the Pokeballs. We got some new Pokeballs as well. We got Alolan Executor, Abra, Solgaleo, Lunala, Mimikyu, which is the only one I care about, <laughs> Pukamuku, uh, both... Cantonian and Alolan Vulpix, Marshadow, and Ditto. Uh, Ditto actually transforms as your your character and fights alongside you. Very interesting. Very, very interesting thing. We got some new assist trophies. We got Zero, Knuckles, Crystal, Claptrap, which I'm super excited about. Freaking love it. The nostalgia with Claptrap in Donkey Kong Country is too much. Uh, Captain, Chef, Kawasaki, Gray Fox, we got Nikki, Shovel Knight, uh, the Moon from Legends of Zelda, Majora's Mask, and uh, Rathalos from, uh, what was that, Monster Hunter, who also appears as a boss, but also is an assist of It's a thing. Um, and then at the very end, they were showing us like the, the, the main menu screen, and there was a screen section that was blurred out. And it has since been discovered that it's called Spirit Mode. We don't know what it is or what it does. But I will say that uh, during some of the character reveal trailers, we've seen some characters uh, die. Like, Luigi straight up died. Like, he became a ghost. Like, he left his body and separated the physical from the spiritual. Like, he dead. He dead. Um, we saw Mario and Mega Man get impaled. And uh, very illicitly implied that they were goners uh, during the Ridley reveal. So I feel like it might have something to do with that. Like a new story mode, kind of, um, geared towards the characters that died. We have to bring them back. I don't know. Either way. Uh, it's going to be interesting. And they said we, they couldn't tell us about it yet, but I'm sure they will at some point because they, they're going to do that. So Smash Ultimate looks amazing. Uh, I knew it was going to be amazing. I'm sure everyone's like, this is going to be incredible. You know what? No one's like, why isn't it out yet? I want to play it now. I like the Pokemon community. I'm not trying to bash on the Pokemon community. But y'all, give Game Freak the time to get the game right. Tell them to rush stuff. You know why Pokemon Sun and Moon was terrible? It was rushed. So they were like, Sun and the Moon's great. When's the next one? Literally two months later. Literally two months later. That game had such little replay value. Um, there are lots of fun Easter eggs and stuff. But like, I feel like the Pokemon community just wants so much more every single time. It's 
insane. Anyway, Jenna is uh, losing her mojo, it seems, so. It's warm. I really hope that recording is easier in the new place because we'll have actual air conditioning all over the apartment. We're going to have have a little setup. Not just in like one room. We're going to have a setup and everything. It's going to be great. Um, so to round out the episode, I want to give a reminder that uh, we've got some community events coming up. Again, this will likely, it's a its a heifer of an episode. It will likely be the last one uh, for August so far uh, since we'll be moving and stuff and it's crunch time and I, I don't want to make any promises. There might be another episode. I don't know. But plan on September. we got some events happening with the community in September. So if you don't want to miss out, get in the Discord. The link for that is in the episode description. Uh, events wrapping up in August. We've got the um, the KCBL Season 1 is wrapping up. We're in the final week. We're about to hit playoffs very, very soon. Uh, the VGC Summer Tournament is uh, wrapping up as well, I think. We're progressing along pretty well with that. All of that should be done uh, moving into September. So what we have in September, we're introducing two new uh, contests slash community events. We've got the Heroes Builds Contest. Are you just trying to sit up? I'm trying to sit up slowly so it didn't make noise, but I was not at, like, I was not good at that. So we have the Heroes Builds Contest. I'm just ignoring you from now. We have the Heroes Builds Contest. Uh, We're going to start off with our favorite unit. Uh, Everybody who enters will get something special for that. It's a little, little, little digital gift. So get ready for that. Uh, and we're also having Pokemon Go Shiny contests uh, to collaborate with the Pokemon Go Community Days every month. So there's going to be monthly events that are recurring constantly. Uh, I'm sorry that we had to start the first one with Chikorita. Oops. <laughs> uh, details for stuff like that will be announced later in the Discord once uh, all the specifics get hammered out and whatnot. Uh, the meme contest is returning in September. We had one in uh, July. This one's coming back. It's going to be like every other month, every three months, something like that. So the meme contest is coming back in September. Are you getting new categories or are you going to keep We might add some. Ads, we might you... add some. We might swap some out. I don't know. We'll oh, see. okay. Again, details will come later, Jenna. Oh, right. Someone didn't listen to my disclaimer. I did. I did. I was just curious because <clears throat> I mm. might be mm. invested in that one. Mm. Hmm. We also have a Smash Bros. tournament for Wii U and 3DS coming up. Uh, don't know if it's going to be both. Definitely going to be Wii U. So uh, look for that late September, I believe, is when we're going to do that. Uh, a couple of the members in the community wanted to do a fantasy draft league. I don't really follow football, but I guess it's their community too. So I will create a space for that if there's enough push. And uh, I think there's like five or six individuals who are down for that. So. If you're listening and you want to get in on a fantasy football thing, there you go. I'm just going to draft the entire Cleveland Browns team. So you can lose. I can win. (laughs) So I can win. Uh, We've got the Nintendo Online subscription giveaway. That's also going to be going on in September. Obviously, if Nintendo Online is happening in September, we're giving away a year free. Uh, So if you want to get in on that, links uh, will be announced later. It's going to be a Gleam contest, so you're going to have to be in the Discord for that. More than likely. Uh, and then in October, we of course have the Heroes Builds Contest and the Pokemon Go Shiny Contest returning. We're going to have a Pokemon Draft Tournament where you draft a team and play a tournament. So it's kind of like a Pokemon Draft League, but much shorter and focuses more on the drafting, which is all anyone really cares about anyway. 
Yeah, pretty much. So it's kind of one of the most fun parts uh, that I've been closely involved in. I figure let's cut out let's let's cut out the extensive amount of time in between games, and just draft, and then play like six games and be done. So is this like <laughs> so a, everybody loves? Is anyway. this like a weekend kind of over the weekend, three days and you're done? Or no, this will probably be for the month. Oh, okay. So we'll we'll probably draft like in between four to four to six days, uh, depending on how many people get involved. Like that usually takes that usually causes things to be longer. Uh, for the KCBL, I think we had ten people. No, twelve. I don't know between ten and twelve, and we got the draft done in like five days. Oh, so it it, it moves time zones, yeah. schedules, whatnot. I have a lot. I have a lot of European uh, people in the Discord and stuff, so I, tr- I try and be accommodating to different time zones and stuff. So, um, so we're gonna have a Pokemon draft tournament. It's the first time I'm doing that, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, we also have a Splatoon 2 duos tournament going on in the month of October. Uh, anybody who wants to enter, we're gonna put them all in a big digital hat and draw names for partners, so nobody gets left out. If it's an odd number, uh, I have volunteered Bear to play by himself. Because he could probably 1v is everybody anyway. <laughs> so, I was like, Bear is not allowed to join up with Gliscor guy or Duck Slayer. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Everything else is okay. Because uh, they would just like mollywop literally every everybody that they came across. Uh, and then to get into the spirit of, of Halloween, we're going to have uh, pumpkin carving and costume slash cosplay contest. I don't know. Do people still call it costume? In my world, everything is cosplay, even if it's, it's, it's like still a costume. If you're wearing a, a pillowcase, it's a cosplay of some kind. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I don't know what constitutes as a costume think, or cosplay. I at think this we point. need to like find some standardized um, like definition of cosplay versus costume. See, there was there was uh, uh, I don't Jessica Negri did something where she just had a bunch of rubber bird masks and she was wearing various bikinis. And it was some kind of bird cosplay. And I was like, I don't understand why this is cosplay. I don't know why anybody wants this. Okay. But okay. If there is one thing Jessica Neary is good at, it is finding an untapped market for oddly specific desired photo shoots. I think she's done so many at this point, she has to get creative. Because there's only so many bikinis you can turn into something. I think the game plan is you just walk into Dollar Tree, buy the first thing that you can put on your face, (laughs) and then you build around that. Okay, sure. Sure. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, Or like a glove. Like, find the glove, and then build the rest of the outfit around the glove. (laughs) Not unlike the Infinity Gauntlet. In Avengers Infinity War, Thanos, relative. Uh, yeah, so that's what we'll be doing uh, for September and October. If you want to get in on that, again, the Discord link will be in the description. My voice is starting to go. I just figured out, like, <clears throat> in this entire episode, oh, God. there was a key phrase you said multiple times, and I think yeah. you should try it out as the your sign-off. What is it? It's, that said, I am Brian. <laughs> With that said, I am Brian. <laughs> you said it multiple times. My voice hurts so much I don't even care anymore. Uh, if you want to support the show, the YouTube, the Twitch, links for all of that will be in the description. Uh, go check it out if you're if you're feeling so inclined. Um, again, 
I will I will hopefully have the link for listener support in this episode. If you want to check that out, feel free to. Uh, it's new, and uh, it, it's worth giving a look to. My voice is gen like it literally hurts to talk. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say thank you so much for listening. This has been an absolute bear of an episode, uh, but one of my favorites to record just because there was so much to talk about. Um, I have nothing left to say. We're gonna move soon, and it's gonna be amazing. And if I don't see if I don't if you don't hear from me, <laughs> you can probably progress the the move by watching our Twitter accounts and oh, like. Yeah. We'll live tweet that. No, we're not live tweeting it. <laughs> just, just dropped a box. This is the darkest timeline. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I'll attach a gif of Tom Haverford's pocket squares falling off the top of the truck. Because Parks and Rex imitates life. Um, again, I'm done. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love and appreciate you. Shout out to all of our supporters over on Patreon. Uh, which will not exist in approximately 60 days from now. Uh, everybody who sends support and love over on Twitch, everybody who checks out the YouTube and watches the video and comments, I love you all so much. There's nothing you can do about it. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I am Brian. You can find me on Twitter at KCB underscore Brian. This is Jenna at KCY underscore Jenna. And this has been CantoCast. Thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you next, next time. time.